Now, when it comes to eating healthy, the biggest fear that many of you and my clients have had is that you're not going to be able to stick with it. Now, the reason that you have this fear is simple. Eating healthy isn't actually always easy. And if you think about it, it makes sense. We've been raised in a culture where we're taught that the way we eat is just a part of who we are. We've got meals together as a family, and then they often consist of foods that are high in fat or sugar, and then they're often low in nutrients. But you bet your bottom dollar that they taste good, right? But when you decide to eat healthier and make a commitment to your health, it can be hard, especially if you've been accustomed to eating a certain way for years or even decades, dieting. I'm not going to name the foods, you know what they are. But in today's episode, I'm going to talk about something that many struggle with and few openly discuss the fear surrounding you eating healthy, whether it's a fear that you're going to fail yet again or simply the overwhelming feeling of where to start. Now, today we're going to tackle them head on, how to tackle your biggest fears around healthy eating. Do you ever feel like it's easier to eat a bowl of cereal than come up with ideas for low effort but nourishing recipes? Because you really hate cold food and salads are not it for you. The mental load of it when you're spending hours on strategy and generating original ideas and content can leave you mentally exhausted. I mean, even asking yourself, what do I want to eat can feel exhausting in itself. Hello friends, my name is Verona and you're listening to the Lose Weight with Macros podcast, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. And because I know accountability is key, I'm going to be with you every step of the way, making sure this isn't just another failed diet attempt for you to start over again on Monday. So grab a pen or just use Apple Notes and let's get into today's episode. Hello and welcome back my friends to a brand new episode of Lose Weight with Macros with me your host Verona. Now today as we talked about in the intro, what are your biggest fears when it comes to eating healthy? Eating healthy can be a fantastic thing or for some of you it is a thing that scares the bejeebies out of you let's be honest here because we get so caught up in doing something and then the minute that it fails we often think i'm not sure what i'm going to do if it doesn't work sometimes if you're a parent the biggest fear that you have is that your kids will think your food tastes bad and they're going to tell you because when it comes to children they tell you honestly your breath stinks why is your breath so hot <laughs> they tell you all of these things but if they do say it doesn't taste good then you can learn it might not taste good at the time and that's all right it might be that their palate is used to having takeaway having high fat foods having high sugary foods you might be a parent where your food doesn't taste nice because you choose not to have salt in it or it doesn't taste nice because you don't know how to make it taste flavorsome whatever the reason is it doesn't mean that the excuse or the thing to solve that is hello DoorDash. It's how can you learn to make your food taste better? Yes, there are courses for it. There's a section in my course to help you spice up your food if that's something that you like. But one of the biggest things and biggest reasons that it comes to when it comes to meal prep, when it comes to eating healthy, when it comes to losing weight is the fear of failure. Because the fear of failing yet another diet or a healthy eating plan can be paralyzing. It can stop you in its tracks. But the thing is, it's often, it's often not actually about the diet, but it's about setting realistic expectations and achievable goals that you can actually do. <laughs> now, we've all been there, haven't we, where we've set some goals. They've just been wild. They've been wildly unrealistic and over. But, but some of us set those unrealistic goals because we know that we want to challenge ourselves. That's great. But they have to be goals that you can achieve. We know the acronym SMART, Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic and Time Bound. Can you actually 
realistically achieve it? Can you realistically achieve it? You might want to put on there that I want to make 10k months because over there that woman is making 10k months. Do you know what she's doing behind the scenes? And do you know that that 10k month is not without tax? <laughs> do you realize that? Some of us or some of us women want to glamorize other people in business, especially when we first start. But do you do the same things that she does? Is it realistic for you to achieve or to strive for a 10k month this month? It's fantastic. It looks great in the bank. But if money is all you go after and your health is in the bin, that ain't, that ain't it. That ain't gonna work, okay? But although today's episode is a little bit of a deep one, I wanna keep it a little bit lighthearted. So when it comes to fear of failure, Laura asks, how can I overcome this fear of failure that's keeping me stuck? And if you've got this question, this is a fantastic question. And you firstly have to understand that failure is like a stepping stone that you could use to succeed in, in the thing that you're afraid of. There's also an acronym that I learned from a mentor at church, false evidence appearing real. And we can get so stuck by this fear. This is why I have this in my framework, actually using cognitive behavior therapy tools to reframe those fears that you think to help you actually understand, is it, is it true? Is it really going to happen? And are, am I really going to fail? And even if you don't succeed this time, we understand and we uncover why you don't succeed, the thing that's in your way, and then we help you set a plan to overcome it. Just like if you've got a social media manager, and I know this example is something that I use quite a lot because social media is wild right now. If you've got a social media manager and your ad spend or your ad sense or your strategy is not working, they're going to give you another strategy. They're not just going to give you another strategy and go, here you are, but they're actually going to figure out and do the nitty gritty as to who your audience is, who your niche is, whether you need to really niche down. Do you know your target audience? Do you know all of that stuff? And do you know your data? When was the last time that you checked your data, your open rates, your click-through rates, everything? They're going through all of that to understand and to see what it is that isn't working and what it is that is working. See, that's quite a lot, right? I don't know if I could be a social media manager, but if you've got a big goal to go viral on one of your Instagram reels, that's fantastic. My reel went viral. I had no clue what I was doing, but it went viral and I got 10,000 views and they loved it. It was the most weirdest information that I was sharing, but they absolutely loved it. Tried to do it again, didn't work. I didn't have a strategy for that. And I don't really mind not having a strategy because I don't really use Instagram that much. But when it comes to your goals, trying to break down those bigger goals that you have into smaller, more manageable ones is something that you, Laura, can do if you're somebody who wants to overcome the fear of failure. Then when you actually hit those goals, that's where we celebrate. Because this can make your journey feel less daunting than trying to do everything, trying to run with all of the updates that keep happening in Instagram. You feel like you're just getting there and then the Instagram done changes again. They add something to something else or they change something or they do something. And it's like, I've just spent all of this time doing this. And then it's like, why am I going to do this? again if I'm just going to fail. You're breaking down the big goals that you have. If your goal is to make 10k a month, great. Break down the biggest goals that you do have. That big goal into smaller steps so you can achieve it and you're celebrating each step of the way rather than trying to celebrate on one big thing and then feeling disappointed when you don't meet it in your time frame that you set. Next is the fear of missing out. FOMO. FOMO, FOMO, FOMO. Missing out on foods that you enjoy, social events or simply the joy of eating whatever you want. And that, that last one is a big one because when it comes to dieting, not eating healthy. We've been conditioned to believe that you're not allowed to eat these things. But there's something that I've discovered recently about the diet industry. They still get it wrong, but there's something that they got onto, even though it was kind of skewed. There's something that they were able to tap onto where they told you to cut out carbs. Now, not cut out carbs in its entirety, but cut out carbs that actually cause your body some type of reaction, meaning your body is not actually metabolizing the sugars that come from it. And not everybody's body can do that. My body is one of those. So my bodies can't break down all those sugars. It's not saying that you can't have them little, 
That's the key word. But we often have them too often. And that's the issue where the more you have them, the more your body has to break down and you cannot break down the lactose or the sugar that's in there. But if you don't do the blood test, if you're just going to be told, restrict yourself from this food, then you're going to feel bad. You're going to feel like you're missing out on your tasty foods, but you don't know why, because you're not keeping track of what type of food is doing to your body. Is it possible to eat healthily and still enjoy life? Karen says. Yes, Karen. I absolutely... Oh yes, it, it is. You can have your cake and you eat it, but just not the whole cake. Sometimes, right? We want to eat the whole cake. Hello, Shark Week. I mean, oh, we want to eat the whole cake. Girl, just cut the slices, cut the cake in two slices and savor that cake like you have never savored cake before. Don't devour it, but you can also look for healthy alternatives or smaller portions. We don't need to eat the whole cake. Why? When it comes to having a balanced life, balanced life actually includes enjoyment. You don't have to sacrifice fun for health. And if I'm your coach, I'm definitely not going to allow you to do that. The fear of complexity is one of the other fears that can happen because some people tend to get overwhelmed by counting calories, macros, or just navigating the grocery store for healthy options. This is why, even though this podcast is called Lose Weight in Macros, it's about simplifying nutrition for solopreneurs. And we can leave that by the wayside when we're solopreneurs. We can do everything for everyone else and we could do everything else apart from ourselves. But the key here is, Hannah's asking, how can I simplify the complexity of eating healthy? Start small. Because reality is we want to get everything done yesterday. But the, the truth is you don't have to get everything right from day one. You can start by making one better choice a day and then build on that. That means taking a step to sign up for the free course, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash free. And I teach you three key fundamentals that I use that my clients have used and they've found success. I'm teaching you that for free. So vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash free. Maybe you want a pantry makeover instead. Whatever it is you desire, whatever it is you have a need for, head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and you see if this is exactly what you need. Lastly, it's the fear of judgment. Many of us actually fear being judged by others for changing our eating habits. Like people are used to seeing us fat and overweight. I remember saying to a friend once, I said, nah, you lot are supposed to be my friends. No one could tell me I was fat like this. They said, oh, if we had told you you were fat, you wouldn't listen. I mean, she was right, but at the same time, damn. To be fair, the place that I was at when I was eating and the reason why I was eating was because I ate food as a coping mechanism and comfort. So if you had done that, I would refuse because for me, when I felt rejected, when I felt lonely, food was the thing that I turned to. So if you're trying to do this for me, I'm not going to see it in that time anyway. I wouldn't have seen it as you trying to help me. At the time, my friend told me that I laughed. But actually looking back on it in hindsight, she was absolutely right. Because in the mindset that I was have, I had and the relationship that I had with food, ain't nobody going to come and give me my food. I'm going to fight somebody today because this was the one thing for me that helped keep me sane. But it also helped me gain a whole ton of fat on my body and then increase the insecurity. So go figure. But Lisa asked this fantastic question. How do I deal with the fear of judgment when trying to eat healthier? The truth is, Lisa, it's your journey. It's your journey. It's your body. And while some people, everybody has opinions, they come and give you that unsolicited advice. Did I ask you? I didn't. So go on about your business. They're going to have opinions. They're going to give you their opinion when you don't ask for their opinion. And they're going to just say, I don't mean to be rude, but you know in every fiber of your being that that was rude. And don't come and try and pretend that you didn't know that was rude. You're a grown adult and you know that's rude. Respectfully. It's not respectfully. You know it's disrespectful. So don't try and come and make me feel like I'm a stupid. You're being stupid. What is it you want to say? You just wanted to give your opinion about my weight, but you're as overweight as I am. So if you need to, if you need help, go help yourself. Okay. Okay. But anyway, 
Lisa, the thing, the reality is it's your journey and it's your body because people are always going to come. People are always going to have their opinions. But the truth is you don't have to live with the results. Surround yourself with supportive people and don't be too hard on yourself. I mean, if you're trying to do this for health and you've had a health scare, then I encourage you to listen to the results of the people that you have had that have told you about your health scare 100%. Today, we talked about the fear of judgment, the fear of complexity, the fear of missing out, which is a big one and the fear of failure in today's episode, how to tackle your biggest fears around eating healthy head on. But facing your fears is the first step to overcoming them. And you don't need to try to overcome them in your own strength. I know we're strong women. Sometimes we need help. And if that's you, then head over to the website, vanutritioncoaching.co.uk forward slash pantry and book your coaching call with me. And let's do this together. That wraps up today's episode. Remember that the only way to conquer fear is to face it head on. Thank you for tuning in to Lose Weight With Macros. Can't wait to see you, my friends, in the next one. And just like that, friend, we've come to the end of today's episode. You've been listening to Lose Weight With Macros. I'm your host, Verona, where we break down macros-based meal planning into manageable bites tailored to fit into your crazy entrepreneurial life. Now, friends, if you enjoyed today's show, don't forget to leave a review and share it with another solopreneur or small business owner. Together, we're going to help you find the time that you do have to meal prep in a way that is so not boring. And my friends, if you're interested in coaching or the courses, head over to the website vanutritioncoaching.co.uk and I'll see you in the next one.